0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time.
2: Let's talk tight end tiers next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. And today we're finishing up our positional tier series as we did on the full episode of Fantasy Football Today with tight end, the most exciting position in fantasy football and definitely the most difficult position to tier. I mean, you've got so many options for that first tier Mm. at tight end, Dave. I mean... How do you whittle it down? Well, uh, I start by analyzing all of the NFL's
3: 137 tight ends <laughs> and really go, you know, fine tooth comb you gotta, you gotta through pick through every them. single one of them. Uh, no, uh, my dog tells me Travis Kelsey, he's been dominant. For six of the last seven seasons, he's been tight end one. The one season he wasn't, he was tight end two. He didn't score 15 or more PPR points in five games last year. He was worth at least 5.3 PPR points per game over other tight ends last year. He scored 20-plus PPR fantasy points seven times, more than any other tight end, and as many or more than every single wide receiver except for
2: Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs. That's pretty impressive. Did mm. you do you give any consideration to making that a two person tier? Or is or no. is it Travis Kelsey's in a tier of one, and then Mark Andrews in a tier of one? I named it the Travis Kelsey tier. I think that's you what we have, have to name it for the rest of time. In the Travis Kelsey tier. Yeah, yeah. Mark Andrews tier of himself tier by himself as well.
3: I did not list it that way, but it it's basically how it's going to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have him a full round plus ahead of TJ Hawkinson and Kyle Pitts. I do have those three in the okay. same
2: tier, but I do have Andrews ahead of them, and I would take Andrews. Yeah, so that's basically how I have it. I have Kelsey in a tier of one, Andrews in a tier of one, and then Hawkinson and Pitts in their own tier. Uh, Pitts is controversial, mm-hmm. but... Obviously, I, I think the upside is is what you're aiming for there, right? You're looking at a guy who has yet to average even 10 PPR
3: points in a season, but he ranked top 10 among tight ends in targets per game last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, targets per route run was 28%. That means that every time he ran a route, he was throwing the ball 28% of the time. That was fifth best among tight ends. It was 22nd best. Among all wide receivers and tight ends, it's a very high number, a very good number. His A dot was also very high, thirteen point eight. That was sixth best among tight ends. It comes down to the quarterback. He mm-hmm. was open a ton last year, and Marcus Mariota missed him. In fact, on thirty targets of eleven plus air yards for Kyle Pitts, sixteen were deemed uncatchable. That's- more than half. Yeah. So that that's terrible. So he caught nine of the other fourteen targets. That's not so bad. He's a good player who's schemed well. He just needs an accurate quarterback. If Ritter's accurate, Pitts will be anywhere from solid to outstanding. If Ritter stinks, Pitts will stink.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. I think if Ritter's just decent, I think Pitts is going to be a must-start fantasy tight end just because, yes, Drake London's there, and, and he's going to garner a ton of targets. But I think the two of those guys, it's going to be a heavily concentrated passing game. I think you can project... 50%, 55% of the targets on this team going to just those two guys. Sure. And Drake London's not a tight end, so he's not super relevant to this. But just from like a a strategy standpoint, Drake London's going about 20 picks ahead of Kyle Pitts right now. And I just can't make any sense of that. No, me me neither. If they both have 60 catches for 900 yards, I think that's a realistic outcome. And Pitts is going to be the better fantasy option there. So that's the way I look at it. Who's in the next tier for you at tight end? The next tier is one that's
3: kind of undesirable for me because these are the three guys that are going to go in the middle of drafts. It's George Kittle, Dallas Goddard, and Darren Waller, and they all have their warts, and and Mm -hmm. it has warts too. Um, Pretty much every tight end has multiple warts other than Travis Kelsey. That's why Kelsey's at the top. Uh, Kittle, we know that he caught a ton of touchdowns from Brock Purdy last year, but when he was on the field with everybody else that's good, in San Francisco's passing game, including Christian McCaffrey. uh, He barely scraped 10 PPR points per game. Mm -hmm. Only had two touchdowns. Both of them came against Arizona. Nervous about just how many targets he'll get when everybody's healthy in San Francisco. Goddard Kind of a mild ceiling of 10, 11 PPR points per game. Unlikely that he'll finish second on Philadelphia in targets. But just he's more of a safe tight end that you can settle for in that round eight range. And then Darren Waller, last two years, he's missed at least six games. Now he's going to New York. That's a team that did not throw the ball very much last year. 52% 52% pass rate, and they liked spreading the ball around. They added a ton of other targets this offseason. It makes me nervous to say that Darren Waller is going to bounce back to the form we once saw in his first year on a new team that's not as aggressive passing the football.
2: And in his 30s. You know, Waller, is the, I think, is kind of the boomer bus guy in this range. I think Kittle will get probably 12 PPR points per game. There will be some boom mm-hmm. weeks. There will be some bus weeks. Yeah, but I'll take the under on that. Overall, like I, I, think you'll feel pretty good, but not great about him. Goddard, there's just a target problem there. Like he's third on a on a relatively sure. low pass volume, but they're so efficient and they're so good at scheming him up that he's going to be pretty good. But Waller's the guy that like I could see 1100 yards. I could see 500. You know, like he he's in his 30s. The last couple of seasons have been rough, but obviously there's tons of upside. How do you? I, I have the same three guys in that tier, and then I've got Pat Friermuth in a tier of his own, followed by Evan Ingram, David Ajoku, and and Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. How do you do the next couple of tiers before we go? So
3: the next tier for me is
2: Evan Ingram, followed by Dalton Schultz. Sure, uh, I'll yeah, that's
3: good next. I think all three of those guys have a chance to finish top ten. Schultz, I just I think he's got a chance to be tops and targets on Houston. Mm-hmm. We really didn't talk about him on the main FFT live stream and podcast. He was a red zone dominator for Dallas. Figure he can do the exact same thing for Houston. And this is the 49ers offense, so he's going to play in that George Kittle role for them without there being a Brandon Ayuk or a Debo Samuel there. I really think Schultz is a great sleeper to go for late. Just not a fun name, not a sexy name. After Friar Dulcich carves in for me. David Njoku is 12th. Uh, and then you've got other guys in the next tier after that Kincaid, Juwan Johnson, Trey McBride. Uh, a kind of late round Darth
2: on types.
3: Right, right, right. Those are the guys that you're going to take, whether you take a tight end early or late, you're just looking for a blue chip guy that you might cut after the first three weeks of the season. I think that's where Kincaid, Jawan Johnson, and Trey McBride especially
2: sit. I agree with that. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. For more, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football today. We talked about tight end tiers on that one, and we'll see you tomorrow.